0: The opinions of the commentator or commentators are solely those of the commentators and not of CJAD 800 or Bell Media.
1: Now, The Back Doctor Show
0: on CJAD 800 with Dr. Morissette, brought to you by the Quebec Association of Chiropractors.
2: 705, minus 12 right now in downtown Montreal, minus 17 with the wind chill. It's Kelly Alexander uh, sitting in for Barry Morgan on The Back Doctor Show, joined as always by Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette. Uh, Hello, Dr. Morissette, how are you? Good evening. Um, and also, we're very happy to have back on the show. We had you on back in December and and back with us again because we're going to uh, talk about a very serious topic with regards uh, to to uh, things involving um, you know having a chiropractor help you out, but concussions. And so it's kind of concussion part two here on the Back Doctor Show. So uh, Dr. Patrick Freud, welcome back to CJD.
3: Thank you very much.
2: And just to, to give you a reminder of Dr. Patrick Freud, uh, he's been a chiropractor for 20 years. Um, he teaches in the anatomy department at McGill's Faculty of Medicine, and he also practices at the Queen Elizabeth Health Complex in NDG. So um, let's, I guess, uh, reiterate concussions in general. But before I do, I, I do want to mention that you, if you want to reach Dr. Morissette or Dr. Uh, Freud, you can call us up. By all means, we're here until 8 o'clock, 514 800 by phone and 514-800 by text. We'd love your first name in the text. And... Um, It seems as the show gets going along, everyone gets super proactive and then starts texting. So you might as well start texting now if you've got questions, because, of course, uh, Dr. Morissette and Dr. Ford can uh, deal with all kinds of of issues, including neck pain and back pain and uh, leg pain, because it all sort of seems to come from one place, it feels like. Um, So (laughs) let's talk about concussions, though. Can we uh, again... You know, explain what a concussion is, because I think a lot of people, oh, it's just a bump on the head and I feel dizzy.
3: Yeah, a concussion is, uh, it's a brain injury. And like you said, it could be uh, very serious. Mm-hmm. The, the, the effects of a concussion are actually graded. So what we generally talk about with concussions are also known as mild traumatic brain injury. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it can be caused by a hit to the head, so a direct impact to the head. Uh, but also any sort of jarring, so people who are in car accidents, uh, people who fall uh, in sports—if you got a hit to the to the body as well, anything that jars the head can cause a concussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, an analogy we can use is if you've seen uh, crash test dummy videos, where you see uh, the car hits the wall and you see the the, the mannequins inside continue to move. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happens, whether you have a direct impact to the head or a, a jarring of the head. Mm-hmm. In that the, uh, the impact or the, the jarring causes the brain inside the skull to continue to move. Mm. And we know that it can bend, it can twist, it can, it can uh, rotate. And as it hits the inside of the skull, that's where the, the damage really occurs.
2: Okay. Now, someone like um, race car driver, uh, uh, um, why am I forgetting his name now? The German racer from across the ocean. Schumann. Schumann. Here, yes. Was that a concussion that, that went several steps further?
3: Uh, I'm, I'm not too familiar actually with, okay. the, with the case, to be honest okay. with you.
2: Because I know that, because that was a fall. And he when he it. fell yeah, skiing? Yes, and he hit his, uh, his yes, on the Yes, yes, that was a concussion. That's okay. right. Mm-hmm. Um, now when it comes to, uh, sports, I know a lot of people think, oh, it's hockey, that's the problem, or it's football, that's the problem. But I know you mentioned last time that soccer is actually of concern.
3: That's, that's very true. In fact, uh, it's, it's one of the highest causes of sports related concussions. When you think of, uh. Heading a ball, for mm-hmm. example, mm-hmm. it's been estimated that that a head in soccer, uh, the the force or the speed of the ball hitting the head goes up to seventy miles per hour. Wow! Uh, so that's 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 pretty significant. Mm-hmm. And and obviously in soccer it's a physical sport, so there is some pushing and shoving that can occur during the game. Mm-hmm. And like we said, that jarring of the head can cause concussions as well. And now, also, there's yeah.
4: no there's no helmet. Right in soccer, there's no helmet in football there's a helmet, but the people think that because there's a helmet, it's going to be much less of an impact, but it doesn't doesn't protect them at all.
2: Well, I know that um there was you know talk several years ago about the helmets in the NFL that you know people thought, oh, it's so great, but really it wasn't protecting them that much mm-hmm. and I know now they're more um i guess proactive about taking players off the field and and making sure that they're you know cleared to go back in, but obviously still a concern and are you worried about? Uh, youngsters like children, you know, because I, I know a lot of kids start, you know, hockey at five, six, seven, eight, nine, or or even football, the mm-hmm. little peewees. So what would you say to a, a parent that's listening right now with regards to these sports?
3: You know, that's a really tough question because sports gives us so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, socially, uh, athletically, of course, mm-hmm. uh, you know, communities are built around uh, sports quite often. And the, what I would tell parents is you have to be informed. You have to be aware of the, the potential risks of concussion. You have to be able to um, uh, identify if, if you think your child may have had a concussion during a game or even during a practice. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then it's the big question is, do I want my child to play hockey? Do I want my child to play football? And that's, that's really an individual uh, decision to be made.
2: Okay. Now, when it comes to concussions, uh, you know, especially if we if we use the analogy of somebody sitting in the car, you and and the the whiplash happens, you know, where you go forward and then back. Um, is that? the the like the worst way to get a concussion or is it like if you were actually you know sideways like does is there a difference mm-hmm. in which way your head is placed there, I guess there, is what there I'm actually
3: you. there actually is so when when you look at what we call the mechanism of injury um, mm-hmm. rotation rotational forces seem to be the ones that actually cause the most damage okay. uh, the most severe symptoms the, longer, rec- the longer, longer recovery from concussion as well so when you see somebody get hit. If there is that moment of rotation, mm-hmm. uh, you can you can pretty much assume from what research tells us that that's going to be a, a, a more serious concussion.
2: Wow. So then like if a football player gets hit and they sort of turn in midair and maybe land that way, exactly. that's going to be worse. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Can you talk a little bit about um, symptoms of a concussion? Because it seems like there's a wide range.
3: That's true. Um, the symptoms really affect the brain So, and the brain controls everything it controls what we what we sense it controls how we feel how we think so you can expect a lot of different types of symptoms Uh, we generally categorize them in in three ways so we talk about physical mental and emotional types of symptoms the physical symptoms the most common ones are headaches Mm -hmm. and uh, dizziness someone could have fatigue nausea Uh, they often have migraine like symptoms they might be sensitive to noise or sensitive to light uh, in the mental aspect, uh, brain fog, people will always, will often talk about concentration problems, that their memories are, are memories having problems, slowed thinking, for example. Uh, from an emotional standpoint, People can be sad, worried, irritable, they, they have less control over their their emotions. Uh, depression is something we often see with concussions as well. And sleep is is another thing that we often see on the on the physical side of things. So really any of these symptoms uh, after a head impact or a head jarring mm-hmm. can be a sign of a concussion. You don't have to have all of these symptoms, but okay. any one of them with that mechanism of injury can point, you to to diagnosing a concussion.
2: And is there um, a time frame for recovery? I know it probably varies for each person, but is there like, usually it's one week or it could be three weeks if it's worse. Like, do you have like a time frame?
3: Yeah, the the good news is that the vast majority of people who do have a concussion will recover. So okay. different studies say different things, but usually within one to three weeks, we expect up to 90% of people to recover. And
2: what do you expect of the patient, quote unquote, during That recovery time. What do you want from them?
3: It's it's like injuring any other part of your body. So if you had sprained your ankle, for example, the first thing you want to do is is rest it. Mm -hmm. Um, And and as you as you let it rest, the body will will generally have mechanisms to heal it. Just just like your ankle will, the brain has these same mechanisms as well. Um, Within that time, I would suggest you go see a trained professional who's aware of concussions and who's able to monitor. The patient. And, and then over time, as you less, let the, the patient rest, and that means physical rest, it means mental rest, mm-hmm. we expect, we hope for that patient to be in that 90% that, that will recover.
4: Okay, excellent. And especially the recovery is uh, much longer if the concussion is only, it's only once, it's, it'll take one, two, three weeks. But if the concussion happens over and over and over again, depending on the sport you play, mm-hmm. uh, therefore, the, of course, the, the he never recovers because he re-injures and he re-injures continuously uh, the, the brain. Like uh, the movie... Uh, Uh, concussion I saw it last night and uh, so did uh, Dr. Freud Mm -hmm. uh, and it's amazing you can see what it actually does and uh, it's 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 very it's amazing that the 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 brain can uh, withstand so much uh, trauma
2: much more coming up on uh, the back doctor show if you would like to to reach Dr. Patrick Freud or Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette again they are with us until 8 o'clock here on CJD 514 790 0800 by phone and 514 800 by text Thank you for joining us on the Back Doctor Show here on CJD. It's Kelly Alexander in for Barry Morgan tonight, joined by uh, Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and our special guest tonight, Dr. Patrick Freud, who actually um, has a specialty degree in chiropractic neurology, and he treats people with neurological problems using uh, exercises, nutrition, and other techniques. So if you have questions that you think might might go in that direction, uh, we are happy to have you either call in at 514-790-0800 or, of course, by text at, uh, at 514-800. We'd love your. First name in the text as well. And I did want to mention that if you have questions um, whereby you want to see um, a chiropractor, you can check out their website, chiropractsic.com, And of course their website, 866-292-4476, 866-292-4476. Uh, Dr. Morset, we had a, a text come in over the break. Um, it's sort of a, a two part question. Apparently uh, this texter's wife at 514-800 um, has had back pain after delivering their only son And uh, they're trying to figure out why. And then he's got a situation where he says he has pain in my shoulder and and he's worried if it's from bad sleeping habits.
4: Well, the first uh, part here, the the wife... uh, See, when you carry a child for nine months, depending on how you carry it, if you have had... Problems with your back in the before this happened, you have to realize that the 20, 25, or 30 extra pounds that the the woman has gained during the pregnancy uh, will also cause the, the the low back to sway, mm-hmm. and that hyperlordotic back will uh, cause the the joints of the lumbar spine to touch even more. It could also uh, affect the sciatic nerve, uh, giving uh, abnormal pressure on the sciatic nerve that goes down in one of the legs but uh, once the baby is delivered if because during the sixth or seventh month of uh, pregnancy there is a, a hormone called relaxin that mm-hmm. is infused and in, in, injected by the body uh, naturally to relax all the joints of the of the body and so the the pelvic bones could have been misaligned through the carrying of the baby, the, uh, the gestation period, and they are misaligned now. The bel- pelvis could be misaligned, it could be affecting the lumbar spine, it could be affecting all of the above. So a chiropractor would be able to be uh, the one to see, to, to analyze and to examine the pelvis and the lumbar spine of this uh, lady to see if it's well-functioning, if the biomechanics of it is okay, if there's any pinched nerves uh, that are causing the, this pain of this woman. Uh, That's the part A. Part B, well, the pain in the shoulder from time to time, uh, there's so many aspects that have to be looked at. There could be coming from uh, the nerves in the neck, cervical area, that could be causing pain in the shoulder because the nerves coming out of the neck area go into the shoulder, arm, forearm, all the way down to the hand and fingers. But if you are sleeping on your stomach, which I've talked about before, if you sleep on your stomach, you have to have your head to the right or to the left side of your body uh, you have to always uh, put abnormal pressure on one side of your neck and that would cause tension in the muscles and then you wake up the next day you have stiff neck and then you have irritated nerves and then your shoulder is stiff because the nerves going to your shoulder Mm -hmm. are not doing their job so that could be a bad posture in sleeping for sure or maybe something that this person does uh, in general at work so uh, in this text i can't ask any questions but there's many things that could be done by a chiropractor to help all this
2: a couple of people on the line now at 514-790-0800 we've got eva on the line from pancor eva you have a a, uh, your son has an injury from football
5: yeah he had a football injury in october um the helmet came off and somebody head first went into him so he had 33 stitches
2: oh my goodness and
5: he had a ct scan and they told me that he didn't have a concussion but it was Okay, fine, but he's still off for another month. And then he started playing again, and um, halfway through the game, he got hit helmet to helmet, but side of the head. And he, he just continued playing for the next two minutes because it was halftime. And then when he came back to play, he couldn't remember the first half of the game. It slowly came back, but they told me that he didn't have a concussion. So I don't know, is a CT scan a guarantee that whether you can see a concussion or not?
3: That's one thing about diagnosing concussions that uh, there is no test as of yet that really confirms a concussion. So uh, even with really bad hits, uh, you could take a CT scan, an MRI, you could take x-rays. There's no blood test. It's The diagnosis really comes from looking at what happened and examining the patient and questioning the patient. So, uh, you know... if I'm just, just to look at 33 stitches to the head by the sounds uh-huh. of the, 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 the hit that he got, if his helmet flew off. And then
5: their head on, head on, head to head, like the other kid had the helmet on and his helmet had come off and he went head. Like it all happened within like five seconds. Helmet came off and the other kid head to head and but he didn't have any nausea afterwards, Nothing to say that he had a concussion.
3: Sometimes. And when
5: that happened, when he lost his memory, I mean, that's
3: pretty scary. Sometimes uh, it's after another concussion that we look back and say, boy, I wonder if he had a concussion, you know, a week ago or a month ago. But just, just the way you describe that, that impact, I, I would be very surprised if his brain didn't get jarred inside his skull. And that's really, you know, what we, what we talk about when we talk about concussions. Um, the fact that he lost some memory after the second hit that you described, that's, that's a, a pretty serious sign, even if it was temporary. Does he have symptoms
2: um, now,
5: uh, Eva? Not at all. Not at all. Like even after he got his stitches and everything, he wasn't sick. He wasn't like no, no, um, no symptoms whatsoever. And I used to be a football manager when he was younger, and I've seen the movies and I've seen all those. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend took him to see the movie Concussion. <laughs>
2: So, so, Dr. Ford, what do you want to advise Eva with regards to this? Like, obviously, he seems to be doing fine now. What do you want to leave her with?
3: There, There's, uh, you know, how a patient feels is is part of the equation. There's a lot of things that go on in the body that we're not aware of. And, and I could give you high blood pressure as an example. Uh, you may have high blood pressure and not even know it. You might feel fine, but you go to the doctor and he or she will take your blood pressure and say, my goodness, your blood pressure is quite high. So how he feels is only one part of the equation. The other part is getting examined. So uh, if, if you're I- I at all worried, I would suggest that you, you get him examined and go beyond just how he feels.
2: Eva, thank you so much for the call. We've got Donna on the line from Vaudreuil. You have a question about your L5?
5: Yes, I have a degeneration of the L5, and I'm wondering what could cause that, and is, are my other ones going to start degenerating also, do you know? How old are you? I'm 55.
4: And uh, you found this out through an x-ray?
5: Uh, well, I had leukemia, and I had to have uh, CT scans, and it showed on the CT scan.
4: Oh, I see. I see, because what happens if there's degeneration of L5, there was a misalignment and uh, the misalignment of L5 on, on the sacrum or uh, L5 with L4, and it's just the beginning of, uh, of deterioration. It won't stop there. Your question is, will it continue going up or down? It probably will. You, you have to have uh, this checked out because what happens, the, the subluxation of L5, which is a misalignment of, of that one, compared to uh, or in relation to the one above and the one below, has to be realigned. And in a chiropractor, that's what we do. That's exactly what we, we aim at, is restoring proper biomechanical function of, of that area. And at your age, not that you're old, don't get me wrong here, I'm much older than you, but uh, you cannot uh, take this lightly. You have degeneration there and it should be slowed down if it can be and preventing uh, any further deterioration of the one above and one below.
2: Donna, thank you so much. Oh, do you have a follow-up question? Yeah.
5: I have one more quick question. Yeah, sure, go ahead. I've had to have a a BMB because of the leukemia. I'm going to be needing other ones down the road. The first one I had was so painful. Is there another way of having them done or another place in the body that won't be as painful?
4: Well, you should ask them because I don't know. I wouldn't know.
2: Donna, thank you so much for the call. 514-790-0800 by phone and 514-800 by text. Uh, a text has come in uh, asking about CTE. Can you explain what that means, Dr. Freud?
3: CTE stands for chronic traumatic encephalo- encephalopathy, which is uh, a condition that's been recently discovered. It was actually the the, the central theme to uh, the, the movie Concussion, which okay. we were talking about earlier. And basically what's been discovered uh, is that with repeated concussions especially, uh, there are changes, biomechanical changes or biochemical changes in the brain that occur where uh, proteins are being laid down that shouldn't be there. Th- mm-hmm. These are the same types of mechanisms that occur in, in Alzheimer's disease, for example. So there there are links that are being made now more and more with, with research coming out that concussions can lead to more chronic uh brain problems uh in the long term.
2: Okay. Okay. Like I think there seems to be that situation going on with a lot of ex NFL football players, mm-hmm. right? They seem to have that sort of in that realm. Okay. Another text has come in to to 514-800 um from Rossard. how long after a hit to the head would would the signs of a concussion be noticeable?
3: In the majority of cases, usually within 24 to 48 hours. You should see some sort of symptom, something that's a little bit off. Okay. Um, and, and another key thing to be aware of is if you do physical activity or mental activity and that symptom seems to worsen, mm-hmm. uh, that's also an, another indication that you may want to, to be concerned and you, you may be looking at a concussion.
2: Okay. Um, another text has come in to 514 I'm dealing with sciatica back pain. I get electrical shock pain through my knee and down to my toe. What should I do, Dr. Morissette?
4: Well, the sciatic pain, uh, sci- the sciatic nerve comes from the low back, L4, L5, and S1. And the electrical shock part of it is because the nerve is al- already entrapped in the intervertebral foramen. And certain movements can, can uh, like, Pressure it even more, like pinch it even more, and these shock uh, waves or of pain go down to the knee because the sciatic nerve goes all the way down to the toes. So depending on exactly which part of the nerve is being irritated, it will shoot down pain down the knee for sure. So what can I do, or what this person can do? Of course, chiropractic is very very efficient in uh, dealing with sciatic problems. So that's what we do on a daily basis. Is we I see, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, per month that uh, have sciatic problems, and uh, that's exactly what they should do. This person should go see a chiropractor.
2: Excellent. And again, if you would like to, to reach a chiropractor in and around Montreal, uh, very simple. You can go to their website, chiropractic.com, and of course, uh, their phone number 866 866- 292 4476 866 292 4476. My name is Kelly Alexander, sitting in for Barry Morgan tonight, joined by uh, Dr. Jean Pierre Morissette and Dr. Patrick Freud. If you would like to to reach them, they are here until 8 o'clock, 514 790 0800 by phone and 514 uh, 800 by text. Um, do we have a caller on the line there, Andrew? Sharon, is she ready to go? Okay, there we go. Sharon.
1: Yes, hello. Oh, so you have a
2: question about some hip pain? Yes, I'd like to speak to Dr. Morris. Yes, go right ahead. Thank you. Hello. Yes, hello. yes I
6: have pain coming from my hip uh, doctor, and I was wondering if it's Dr. Morris that to see or the other doctor, uh, Patrick Korn?
2: Patrick Freud. Freud? Freud? Yes, Freud, yeah. Uh, yes. So it's hip pain that you have, though? Yeah.
4: Okay. Well, so. actually, we both deal in the same thing. He's a chiropractor also, just like me, so it just depends on the uh, location where you live, where it would be more f- appropriate for you to go see one or the other. But the best thing to do is to uh, call the 800 number at the association and find out exactly our, our addresses, where we are practicing, and you can see either one of us because I'll tell you, a chiropractor deals with hip pains, and uh, that's for sure you could uh, benefit from uh, from seeing one.
6: And if I want to see you, I can see you.
4: Oh, yeah, you can see who you want, for oh, sure. For sure, you, <laughs> you, you are the, the customer, you are the patient, you can see whoever oh, you want. Yes.
2: Sharon, thank you so much for the call, and I'll give out the number again that you can call to to reach Dr. Morissette or to reach um, uh, Dr. Patrick Freud. Uh, the main the main number is 866-292-4476, 866-292-4476. Coming up after the break, uh, we've got a lot more to discuss with regards to concussions, uh, some texts coming in, uh, which we'll get to. Um, actually, one that I'll just sort of put out there, which we'll get to right after the break is, can you suffer a hit to the head and lose consciousness without it resulting in a concussion? We'll get the answer from Dr. Freud when we return. Right now, it's 7.30. Good evening. It's 7.33. Thank you so much for joining us on The Back Doctor Show. It's Kelly Alexander sitting in for uh, Barry Morgan tonight, joined as always by Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and our special guest tonight, Dr. Patrick Freud, who is also a chiropractor for the last 20 years. He teaches in the anatomy department at McGill's Faculty of Medicine, practices at the Queen Elizabeth Health Complex in NDG, and uh, has a specialty degree in chiropractic neurology and uh, he treats people with neurological problems using exercises, nutrition, and other techniques. And uh, this has led us tonight to have a really great conversation about concussions. So if you have any questions, of course, in anything to do with uh, with dealing with a chiropractor, of course, uh, Dr. Freud and Dr. Morissette, happy to answer you. And also, if you do have concerns about um, things relating to concussions, this is your time to do it here until eight o'clock at 514-790-0800 by phone and five one four eight hundred by text. Um, I believe we have Olive on the line. Olive, You have a question about um, neurological damage? Yes,
7: I'm wondering. My son has a year-old little girl, very pretty. But the thing is, they have a private nurse because they both work. And I was visiting with them uh, a while ago now, a week ago. And I noticed that the child, the nurse would carry her out the front door, bang her head on the door, you know, or the child is walking under the table, and bangs her head again the same three times in the same day, could that do permanent damage or what?
3: Well, kids are quite resilient, so... Um, this it,
7: is what I'm worried about, though. Three times a day, it's... it's
3: that, a that's bit. certainly not good. I mean, I would certainly bring that up to the to the nurse, to the caregiver. Yeah. Um, because, obviously, you know, we want to take better, ki- better, better care of our, our children's heads. And if these are easily avoidable yeah, hits, then for are, sure.
7: definitely. Okay, then I can quote you.
2: Thank you very much, Olive. We really appreciate the call. Uh, 514-790-0800 by phone uh, and five one four eight hundred 800 by text, of course. And we'd love your first name in the text as well. That would be very helpful. Um, we've got Catherine on the line right now. You have a, a problem with your shoulder blade, Catherine?
6: Yes, I reached into a cupboard, took down a box, and sort of felt a little twinge. Nothing that day, but the next day terrible pain, and it's been a month now, and I don't know whether it could be a pinched nerve, or and I'm just wondering if maybe this is something I could go
5: to the chiropractor about.
4: Well, if it's been a month already, something happened there. It wasn't just a stretch muscle. It wasn't something that was just a uh, passing. Uh, something has pinched in there. Something is misaligned. Uh, it could be uh, the shoulder blade itself. It could be something in the thoracic spine or in in the cervical spine. But yes, a chiropractor would be someone you could see to deal with this. How old are you?
6: I'm 81.
4: You're 81? So have you had this problem before in the no, past? No? no, never. This is no. something. And are you relatively in shape? Or oh, do yes.
6: I, I'm very, very active
5: and do sports, even at my age.
6: Okay,
4: great. So, so you're not, not overweight, nothing like no, that? No,
5: absolutely not.
4: And when, when you, you were reaching up in the cupboard, was it beyond your reach? You should have used maybe a little bench I or I was a on stone?
6: a ladder, on a short ladder, and I just at the boxes that came out, I just twisted the wrong way.
4: Oh, yes, yes, yes. So that's it. There's something misaligned in there. It could be a rib also, you know, because uh uh, the ribs can also subluxate underneath the shoulder blade. Okay. Uh, so that's something we should uh, check out too. Okay. So yeah, yeah, see a chiropractor. You'd be amazed. Uh, if you're into sports at your age, that's great. That's a uh, congratulations. And if you want to continue doing this, a chiropractor would be a good asset and a good, a good person to be on on your side, on your team.
2: Catherine, thank you so much for the call. And again, if you would like to reach a chiropractor in the uh, the area of Montreal, 866-292-4476, 292 Of course, you can reach Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and Dr. Patrick Freud here until eight o'clock at 514-790-0800. Uh, we've got Mike on the line. Mike, you have a question about your spine? Uh,
0: yes, I do. Um, I wanted to know I'm 50 years old and I was just diagnosed with uh, spinal stenosis. Now, um, the doctor, my, my neurologist actually recommended I do physiotherapy as, in a, as uh, before doing surgery. I wanted to know what would be better. Do I see a physiotherapist or a chiropractor? Or which do you recommend?
3: Well,
4: I'm going to have to ask you a few questions first. Uh, yes. Spinal stenosis at what level? In the lumbar spine? Uh, where?
0: Yes, yes, in the lumbar. I, I, in, in two positions.
4: And is that uh, through an MRI they found this out?
0: Through an M- yes, through an MRI just recently done. I just did, did an MRI, and uh, that was diagnosed with uh, spinal stenosis. And it's very
4: painful. Now, I I don't know
0: which to do, chiro or physiotherapy, as well, opposed to surgery
4: my, my initial uh, advice would be uh, see if you have spinal stenosis um, is it from an injury is it because you know you're, you're from, not, a injury, yes. from a back injury yeah from a back injury, injury. Yes. okay now this back injury uh, what happened exactly was it a car accident was it a sports it's accident or, a sports
0: accident actually sports what accident what yeah. kind of
4: sports were you doing
0: uh, weight lifting um uh, working on my back and training my back and i just, I just felt like a uh, a shooting pain, and I had to
4: stop right away. And now there's, they're talking about operating you on you.
0: Well, that's one, that's one um, option. But before the that's what the neurologist said. But before doing that, he goes, "You'd like to see me do physiotherapy?" And now I saw a chiropractor. He recommended uh, compression, decompression. Decompression, Yes, it,
4: yes. yes that, that is also something that you can do. Uh, why don't you try to see a chiropractor first, because basically if it was com- comes from a, um, an injury, there could be a misalignment of the vertebrae L4, L5, or S1, and then the spinal cord itself could be not really lined up one on top of the other, the, the actual canal, and that might be causing the stenosis. And okay. on the MRI, they see it as that, but uh, then you would avoid a surgery.
0: Okay, well, I'd rather not do the surgery. I'd rather see see both a physiotherapist and a chiropractor if it helps. Yeah, you
4: can see both for sure. One won't do the same as the other, and then you'd have the best of both worlds. But, uh, yeah, try for sure before you go under the knife.
2: Mike, thank you so much for the call. 514-790-0800 by phone and 514-800 by text to reach Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and Dr. Patrick Freud, both chiropractors. Um, We've got, let's see here, Felicia on the line. And you have a question about some facial nerves, Felicia?
6: Yes, I do. Uh, I'm calling in regards to some uh, damage done to my facial nerves.
2: Go ahead. Yeah, go yeah. ahead.
6: Mm-hmm. Yes, I had uh, I had the Guillain-Barré virus. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. Yes. Okay. And so my question is this: After uh, it's it's going on to three years now since I had it. And there's been some leftover, I guess, um, I don't want to say paralysis, but numbness on, you know, one side of the face. And uh, my neurologist said basically, you know, oh, it's not going to get better or it's like that. But there's been like a slow, the progress has been there, but it's been slow. So I finally started to do osteopath treatment. I think I've gone like a few times. Yes and uh so i'm just wondering is this something that i should invest in is this something that's going to get better is this something like i i I don't know where to go from here sort of okay dr freud
4: is going to answer your question here
3: well the the one encouraging thing that you said is that there is progress and this is this is great to hear after you know three years of having this the other thing to keep in mind is um if, if you're having numbness On your face this is related to a nerve called the trigeminal nerve this is basically how you sense things on the skin of your face and that nerve is related to another part of your your brain that actually goes down to about mid neck and it's interesting how by working on the neck, especially on the upper neck, you can actually have an influence on this very nerve that provides sensation from the face. So if you're getting good results with the osteopath, that's great. And you may want to continue with that. And, and, and if ever it plateaus or you're looking for other things, a chiropractor could certainly uh, be consulted for this.
2: Felicia, thank you so much for the call. 514-790-0800 by phone and 514-800 by text. We've got Chris on the line. You have a question about uh, concussions, Chris? Chris, hello? Yes, hi. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Okay, so um, earlier you were talking about having um, concussions being related to uh, sometimes depression, foggy thoughts, uh, you know, like uh, all kinds of uh, symptoms like that. And uh, I'm wondering, because I'm pretty sure I've had concussions earlier in, uh, in my life, um, but I've never been diagnosed or I've never gone to see a doctor after I, I thought I've had concussions. And I'm wondering if it's possible to determine if I indeed had concussions back then.
3: Uh, it comes back to your, your, your injury. So what makes you think that you did have concussions? Were you in, in any sports?
1: Well, I've, I've, I was doing um, snowboarding, skateboarding, uh, you know, I fell many times, and uh, the descriptions that you've given about concussions, I feel that I I remember I've had those, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm just wondering if any any way for me to determine if... Way I'm feeling today had to do with concussions that I've
3: had in the past well it's it's a very interesting question another question I have for you is as far as timing so you know there, there are many different causes for depression obviously but did you feel that these sorts of things came up soon after uh, one of your your falls or one of or an injury that you had looking back yes mm-hmm it's interesting because very often it's this looking back that's that sort of wakes us up and say gee I think I did have concussions and yeah. and the fact that we're talking so much about concussions nowadays the awareness is really increasing tremendously and, and uh, there's a lot of people kind of looking back and saying boy I, I had a few good dings in my life and I wonder if I wonder if and I wonder if um, yeah. my, my advice to you would be to, to get examined uh, symptoms are one thing uh, but an exam is another thing so there are things that we can pick up in an exam that that can sort of help say for sure yes I believe you have a concussion and it was related to these traumas that you had
2: Chris, thank you so much for the call. 514-790-0800 by phone and 514-800 by text to reach Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and Dr. Patrick Freud. Of course, they can answer any questions with regards to this, but we are focusing a little bit tonight with regards to concussions. We're talking a lot about that. So if you have any concerns, this is your time here until 8 o'clock at 514-790-0800. And again, 514-800 by text. It's now 745... 7.48, 7.48, thank you so much for joining us on The Back Doctor Show. Kelly Alexander in for Barry Morgan tonight, uh, joined as always by Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and our special guest tonight, Dr. Patrick Freud. Um, we do have a text that came in a little bit earlier, which I, I do want to get to uh, at 514 Can you suffer a hit to the head and lose consciousness without it resulting in a concussion? Dr. Freud?
3: It's a very interesting question. Um, technically, you don't have to lose consciousness for you to suffer a concussion. However, if you do lose concussion, if you do lose consciousness and it spans, there's a proportional factor here. So the longer you lose consciousness, the more we're going to call it a concussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if, if it's 30 seconds, that seems to be the, the, agreed on, um, uh, number. If it's 30 seconds or more, you definitely have a concussion. We're actually going to call it a moderate concussion and wow. not a mild, okay. um, but yes, you can lose conco- you can lose consciousness, and you can be dazed, and you might be a little bit, you know, not sure where you are, or you might hear some weird sounds after you get hit pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not technically going to call that a concussion. Mm-hmm. Anything that lasts longer, uh, we're talking a few days later. Anything that seems to be aggravated when you do sports or, or physical activity or mental activity, we're going to tend more towards a concussion diagnosis.
2: And it's interesting that you're here tonight because I, I did want to ask this, you know, you, obviously you deal with, with concussions quite a bit. Um, what's your take on on people in cars with seatbelts? Like, do you wish there was some other mechaniz- mechanism that would protect mm. us a bit better? Because I know... M- I personally have had whiplash at least three times from, you know, three different car accidents mm-hmm. over the course of my, you know, sort of driving career. And it wasn't always my fault. I'll just point that out. <laughs> but yeah, like, do you like, how do you feel about seatbelts?
3: I, I think we'd probably be worse off if we didn't have seatbelts. But do you
2: uh, wish they were more advanced at this stage of the game in 2016? Like, is there something that could be done? Do you think that could protect people more?
3: It's, uh, I'm not really sure what research has been done about that. To be honest, it's, uh, it's an interesting question. I mean, you know, thinking out loud if you were to restrain the head for example then mm-hmm. you couldn't look around when you drove right, right. uh so i can't even really imagine much of a a scenario maybe some sort of neck support but again the, the practicality of that i i i would question i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to envision something that would reduce the risk of concussion while driving
2: okay so we're sort of just at the mercy of the situation um now i did want to ask you as well uh with regards to to concussions how do you how do you treat them i know there's i guess different levels depending on if you have a a slight concussion or obviously a severe concussion Mm.
3: the first the first thing to keep in mind as far as treatment or recovering from a concussion is rest So as we were saying earlier, if you have a sprained ankle, you want to stay off of it. You don't want to irritate it. When it comes to the brain, resting the brain means no physical activity. It also means no mental activity. So no TV, no iPads, no computer. Just really give yourself a good rest for at least 24 hours, depending on the severity of your symptoms. Mm -hmm. Uh, For most concussions, just speaking very broadly, we would want people to rest for a good week. Mm-hmm. And then we want to implement what's called a return to play or return to learn protocols, which is basically testing the limits of the brain and easing back into activity or easing back into work or easing back into school in the same way that you would with your ankle. You want to sort of walk on it gently for the first little bit, mm-hmm. see how your body reacts. And then next thing you know, hopefully you're running. Same thing with your brain. As far as uh, therapy now, um, a, a chiropractor would be a great person to see, first of all, for the mechanics of your neck. So there's different research that's been shown that neck problems can actually mimic a lot of the symptoms that we see with concussions. Okay. And by helping the neck mechanics through chiropractic adjustments, we can actually relieve a lot of these symptoms or the whole concussion problem completely. Mm-hmm. Uh Depending on your exam findings, uh, we may want to do other specific types of exercises. So, you know, the brain, if you if you had your computer and you, you dropped it all of a sudden and you, you turned it back on and just things didn't quite work the way you'd expect them to... Mm-hmm. The brain and and a concussion is very much the same way. So a good examination could really pinpoint those parts of your brain that aren't working well. Mm -hmm. And then a good therapist would be able to design specific exercises to rehab those parts of the brain.
2: Okay. And, you know, you you mentioned uh, earlier, or just a few seconds ago, with regards to, you know, you're getting a concussion and you need to rest. You need to rest physically. You need to rest mentally. So no TV, no iPad, all that sort of stuff. People would, I think, go a little bit nutty if they're sitting around for a week. So are mm-hmm. they allowed to like maybe go for a walk? Like, like what, like how much rest, like do you, when you mean rest, do you mean I need to lie in bed for a week?
3: You know, that's that's a very interesting question because the the idea of rest has actually come up lately in, in the scientific literature to suggest, well, maybe it's not the best thing. Uh, especially when you're looking at athletes who love their sport and they're just dying to get back out on the field, for example. Mm-hmm. So uh, rest is very relative, you have to look at the symptoms that the person has so for some people if they have severe symptoms you may want them to actually stay in bed or at home with with no the lights dimmed and, and really just taking a vacation from everything mm-hmm. uh, for other people who may not have such severe symptoms you may want them to start walking right away mm-hmm. and see you know just kind of test the water a little bit um, so These recommendations are are very broad, Mm -hmm. but you have to look at the specific case in order to get more detail as to what kind of rest you need and how long you need to take the rest.
2: Is there any correlation between concussions and someone getting like all of a sudden having migraines, like could that, could you become a migraine sufferer if you've had a concussion?
3: Yeah. A lot of the, the, the symptoms of concussions are headaches and, and what we call photosensitivity or photophobia and sonophobia. So sensitivity to light, sensitivity to sound headaches, which are migraine symptoms. Uh, we also know that people who suffer migraines who get a concussion are less likely to recover quickly. So there is a definite connection there between wow. migraines and concussions.
2: Wow. Okay. 514-790-0800 by phone and five one four eight hundred by text. We did actually get a text from Chris who was on the phone with us a little bit earlier, and he uh, wants to know where, or you know, would it be a place like coming to see you, Doctor Freud, uh, to to get a test to see if he had concussions in the past? Like, where would he go? How would he handle
3: that? There's different uh, professionals who are who have advanced training in concussion detection. Okay. Uh, in, in our in our field in chiropractic, there are there's an American specialty called uh, chiropractic neurology. Okay. Um, and and we're a handful. It's a relatively new uh, specialty in 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 Canada. It's an American specialty, but there are practitioners in Canada. Uh, the acnb.org website lists those practitioners, um, and we're seeing more and more people trained. To detect concussions and to treat concussions, but that would be my recommendation to you.
2: Okay, I did want to ask both of your opinions uh, on the concussion movie because you both said you you saw it last night, and I think a lot of people have been looking towards this movie in the last couple of weeks uh, as some sort of barometer. Um, is it important for for parents to watch it? Like, is it important to get this into our psyche? I'll start with doctor with the doctor uh, doctor. Well, it
4: certainly makes us aware of uh, the trauma that happens during. Uh, a hit to the head, mm-hmm. and it's not just in football, but it's also uh, uh, what we talked about in soccer, and it could be in hockey and all that. But well,
2: you could fall in the bathtub too. So that's right. Okay. So
4: basically, the the uh, the movie tells us and shows us uh, the after effects of repetitive trauma to the head. Mm-hmm. Now you wouldn't have that in. In normal life, I mean, you might fall once on your, on your head, uh, on the ice or in the tub, but it's not something like a football player who gets it 70,000 times uh, during his career or something. Right, right. So for sure, but it does make you aware that it's very important to, to know what happened if you hit your head and what to look for and to be aware that uh, you can't take this lightly. Mm-hmm. you must you must make sure that uh, there is if there is a concussion, what we have to do about it and what Dr. Freud just said about the rest and this and that we have to to be aware of what has to be done mm-hmm. and do it properly. and uh, the movie makes us r- realize also that uh, as a young as as a very young age, and when you start doing sports, yeah. well, you know you, your little brain is not is not fully developed yet, and you don't want to jar it, and and uh, make sure that the, the the person or the child grows normally. So I think uh, uh, the movie just makes you aware that uh, let's be a little more uh, uh, careful about what we put our children in. Doctor okay. uh, Freud,
2: what do you want to say about the
3: movie? I, I agree. I think Doctor Morissette highlighted it perfectly. The, the The fact that the more aware we are about things in general the better informed we are to make decisions mm-hmm. um, the, the 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 research that's come out on concussions has led to different organizations calling for changes in rules mm-hmm. uh, for example in the US there's different associations saying you know if you're going to play football maybe we should limit the the number of contacts that these players have during a, a normal week of practice okay uh, the soccer US soccer has come out and said They're not allowing uh, kids to to head in games anymore. Uh, No heading in games from the ages under the age of 13. Okay. So, so I think it's, it's important to, to be aware and, and things are changing because of that, that awareness.
2: Okay. Now we're almost out of time and I'm going to finish with one real tough question, I think <laughs> heading towards you, Dr. Freud. Um, I know you said it's a very personal choice with regards to parents and, and what sports they want to be in and, and with their kids. Um, but if you had a daughter, or you had a son and they were going to play soccer or football, uh, would you let them do it?
3: Uh, I, I I would let them do it, but I, ha- I have to admit it. I mean, you're asking me a personal question. My my son played uh, hockey for for about three years, okay. and then and then a couple of years ago, he he decided he didn't want to continue. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I was very happy that he he okay. had no longer an interest in continuing <laughs> to play. So so that kind of made the choice easy. But both of my kids play soccer. Okay, I tell them to be careful, and I show them different ways to control the ball rather than heading it.
2: I also agree. I would never head a ball. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for for joining us on the show Dr. Jean-Pierre Morissette and again Dr. Patrick Freud you can reach uh, again a chiropractor in the Montreal region 866-292-4476 866-292-4476 my name is Kelly Alexander my thanks to Andrew Brennan coming up after the news you'll be hanging out with Dave Kaufman on the exchange have a great night